Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 1st of August, let's begin with updates from the city. BJP leader Basvaraj Bommai accused the Congress government in Karnataka of neglecting the rain and flood situation and failing to provide relief to the affected. The state government's response to damages caused by rains has been insufficient, with no action taken except for a video conference by Chief Minister Siddharamaya. Immediate relief of Rs 10,000 has not reached the affected people. In other headlines, as the ODI World Cup approaches, the International Cricket Council's inspection team has been assessing the readiness of venues for the event in October-November. Recently, the team visited three South Indian venues, including Bengaluru's M. Chinnaswamy Stadium, where practice matches will be held. Officials expressed satisfaction with the facilities and Bengaluru is scheduled to host five matches, including India's fixture against the Netherlands and two games involving Pakistan against Australia and New Zealand. In some more news, Karnataka Milk Federation President Bhima Nayak announced that the iconic Tirupati Laddus will no longer use Nandini ghee from KMF-run Nandini Dairy. The Tirumala Tirupati Devastanam has chosen another company due to the price hike of Nandini milk products recently. Nayak emphasized Nandini's high-quality ghee, expressing concern that the Laddus might not be the same without it, as Nandini has been supplying ghee for over 50 years. Up next, the BWSSB has successfully reduced unaccounted for water to a record low of 28% in 2023. It was at 36.95% in June 2021 and decreased to 30.05% in June 2022, saving nearly 5,000 million litres of water per month. BWSSB plans to further reduce UFW to 20% by legalising unauthorised connections and replacing pipelines. Now on to other news. Around 6,300 out of 2 lakh properties issued a draft Urban Property Ownership Record Card in Bengaluru, reporting discrepancies in property dimensions. The UPOR project involves a drone survey followed by physical measurements by officials cross-referenced with government records to prepare draft cards. The variations are attributed to the lack of comprehensive physical surveys due to unplanned layouts in the city. Moving on, Nama Metro in Bengaluru has extended the deadline for the platform screen door contract tender and invited international competitive bids. The contract involves the design, manufacture, supply, installation, testing and commissioning of platform screen doors or gates for phases 2, 2A and 2B, along with annual maintenance for 5 years and personal training. The screen doors will be installed at 12 underground stations on the pink line and the airport station on the blue line. Meanwhile, the polypill, a capsule combining multiple drugs to reduce cardiovascular diseases, has been added to the WHO's model list of essential medicines. Studies by Bengaluru St. John's Medical College and Research Institute and Canada's Population Health Research Institute supported its inclusion. With hypertension and high cholesterol prevalent in India, the single polypill can enhance treatment adherence while reducing costs. On a different note, hundreds of bikes joined a rally in Bengaluru commemorating Kargil Vijay Divas. The Ride with Soldiers event was jointly organised by the Akhila Karnataka Ex-Servicemen Association, She for Society and A7 Entertainment. The event aimed to raise awareness about the significance of the day, paying tribute to the Kargil war survivors and soldiers who sacrificed their lives. National News Moving on to the national news. 
The Supreme Court urged the establishment of a comprehensive mechanism to address violence against women in strife-torn Manipur and sought details of registered FIRs related to such incidents since May. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, representing the centre, expressed no objection to the court overseeing the investigation into Manipur violence. The court, led by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachud, heard petitions concerning the matter. Meanwhile, the Aam Aadmi Party has issued a three-line whip to its Rajya Sabha members, urging their presence in the House till August 4th for the discussion and passage of the contentious National Capital Territory of Delhi Amendment Bill. The bill aims to replace the ordinance giving the union government control over Delhi's bureaucracy, which ARP deems illegal, unconstitutional and a black law. In more news, an Air India flight bound for Delhi returned to Melbourne after being airborne for over an hour due to a medical emergency. A passenger felt unwell and a doctor on board recommended hospitalisation. The flight AI309 operated with the Boeing Dreamliner, deplaned the affected passenger and their family before taking off again and later landing at Delhi airport. Shifting our focus, IIT Bombay issued anti-discrimination guidelines deeming it inappropriate to inquire about students' birth categories or scores like JEE Advanced or GATE during admissions. Any questions revealing caste or related aspects were also discouraged. This move follows the tragic death of IITB student Darshan Solanki, who alleged caste discrimination. The institute aims to promote a more inclusive and respectful environment for all students. International News Turning our attention to international news, the Biden administration launched a beta website for the new income-driven student loan repayment plan called SAVE, saving on a valuable education. Federal student loan borrowers can apply through the website to reduce monthly loan payments and the overall amount paid back. The plan aims to ease the burden of student loan debt on American families. In ongoing news, according to reports, King Charles III has approved the royal family's strategy to handle Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's public attacks on the monarchy. Since stepping down in 2020, the couple has publicly criticised the family through TV interviews and Harry's autobiography, Spare. The royal family anticipates further attacks but will not alter their approach. In a recent development, Pakistan's Prime Minister Shehbaz Sharif stated that Nawaz Sharif will face the law upon his return to the country. Nawaz Sharif, the PMLN Supremo and former three-time Prime Minister, has been in self-imposed exile in London since 2019. He is expected to return in the next few weeks. Additionally, Shehbaz accused Imran Khan of masterminding the May riots aimed at toppling the military leadership. In some other news, Beijing experienced its heaviest rainfall this year as the remnants of Typhoon Doksuri passed through, causing over 31,000 evacuations in the city. The storm also caused widespread flooding in Fujian, displacing hundreds of thousands. The China Meteorological Administration reported heavy rain in Beijing, Hebei, Tianjin and eastern Shanxi as Doksuri dissipated over northern China. No reported damage or casualties occurred. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The Goods and Services Tax Council plans to propose blocking online gaming services that don't comply with Indian tax laws. Concerns have arisen about platforms evading GST by operating from overseas. A 28% tax rate was already imposed on online gaming by the council. Taxing based on gross gaming revenue is deemed more complex and prone to manipulations. 
In more business news, according to reports, UK banks are closing over 1,000 accounts daily, raising concerns about debanking. Data obtained from the Financial Conduct Authority revealed that the number of closed accounts surged from over 45,000 in 2016-17 to more than 343,000 in 2021-22. Nigel Farage, UKIP leader, called for a royal commission to investigate this issue and launched a website to support affected individuals. Next up in some tech news, Google's Vice President of Global Ads, Dan Taylor, announced that advertisers and businesses can now auto-generate ads on Google Ads using large language models and generative artificial intelligence. The platform creates campaign workflows based on marketers' prompts and learns from successful landing pages, queries and headlines to create new creatives. Brands like Mintra, Samsung, HDFC and Tata AIG have witnessed up to 18% higher conversions with AI integration. Moving on, the Reserve Bank of India is reviewing the succession plan for Kotak Mahindra Bank CEO Uday Kotak, Asia's wealthiest financier. According to several reports, the bank has been advised to appoint an external candidate as his tenure, which is set to end this year, is limited to 15 years, as per RBI's cap on private bank CEO's tenure. In market news for August 1st, the Sensex rose by 292.51 points or 0.44% to reach 66,452.71, while the Nifty surged by 86 points or 0.44% to reach 19,732. Among the listed stocks, 1,988 recorded gains, 1,281 declined and 168 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee faced a decline due to the strength of the US dollar and the rise in crude oil prices. However, the rupee was supported by positive performance in domestic markets. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Abhishek Bachchan unveiled the motion poster of his upcoming film, Gumar, co-starring Sayami Khair on Instagram. The clip shows Sayami holding a cricket ball while Abhishek appears as her coach in a brown hoodie and pants. Directed by R. Balki, Gumar also stars Shabana Azmi and Angad Bedi. The film will release in theatres on August 18th. In news from Hollywood, Killian Murphy has been receiving praise for Oppenheimer, where he portrays the famed American physicist. On the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, he discussed his collaboration with Christopher Nolan and his future career plans. He also addressed rumours of joining the MCU as a supervillain. There were speculations about Murphy potentially portraying Doctor Doom in an upcoming film. But the actor stated that it all hinges on the quality of the script. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the much-awaited film Chandramukhi 2 unveiled its first-look poster, featuring Raghava Lawrence's King Vettayan, a role originally played by Rajnikant in the 2005 film. Leica Productions, now renamed X, shared the poster on Twitter. Directed by P. Vasu, the film also stars Kangana Ranaut. Chandramukhi 2 is slated for release on Ganesh Chaturthi this year. In sports news, former India fast bowler Venkatesh Prasad criticised Team India after their second ODI loss to West Indies recently, expressing concerns about their performance in formats other than Test cricket. He highlighted the team's struggle with mediocrity despite financial prowess and emphasised the need to match the standards of champion sides like Australia and South Africa. In more sports updates, Luis Suarez, former Barcelona forward, shared his desire to retire alongside football icon Lionel Messi at Inter Miami. He confirmed that the club has contacted his current team, Gremio, but not him personally. 
The duo has played 258 matches together and scored 99 goals as a team. Wrapping up sports news, the All India Tennis Association revealed a six-member team for the Davis Cup World Group 2 tie against Morocco, including new addition Digvijay Pratap Singh. Sumit Nagar, Shashikumar Mukund, Yuki Bambri, Ramkumar Ramanathan and Rohan Bopanna were also selected for the September 16th and 17th tie in Lucknow. Rohit Rajpal will continue as a non-playing captain. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Enjoy a refreshing experience with Parky, an eco-psychology inspired health organization. Join their nature immersion walk on August 6th. at the Elephant Pond Banargatta at 7 a.m. and discover the simple pleasure of strolling through nature improving your mental and physical well-being don't miss this one of a kind opportunity catch renowned comic vijay yadav in his latest outing in the city performing live at the hyatt centric mg road on the 6th of august at 8 p.m. witness popular vocalist raghir live in concert in his latest show kachcha gadda and enjoy a soulful musical evening with friends happening at just bangalore brigade road on the 5th of august at 6 pm interested in a special canvas art class this friendship day join a special friendship day edition of brunch and brushes in collaboration with art experts from the crimson petal art school and enjoy a relaxing session at the dialogues cafe koramangla fourth block on the 6th of august at 11:30 am you can also catch the talented anchal agarwal in her latest stand up special chordo anchal performing live at the tiger tiger brew house belandur on the 5th of august at 8 pm bengaluru weather in a general weather update for the country the india meteorological department forecasts heavy to very heavy rainfall over east northeast and east central india in the next 4 to 5 days An inter-ministerial central team will assess flood damage in Telangana and parts of Madhya Pradesh. Various regions across the country can expect rainfall with some areas experiencing isolated heavy showers like Haryana, Punjab and Uttarakhand. And finally the weather in Bengaluru on the 1st of August Bengaluru weather is expected to be partially cloudy. The highest temperature will reach a moderately hot 29 degrees Celsius while the lowest predicted temperature will be an agreeable 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity is estimated at 32 degrees Celsius. The maximum temperature aligns with July's average highest temperature of 28.1 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler.